You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Ahmed Munawar, founder and chief marketing officer at Boutique Growth, where we help professional services firms build actionable marketing plans so they can generate more leads and win more business. In this lesson, we're talking about how to make the most out of live networking events. I recently had the opportunity to attend an incredible event by the Legal Marketing Association. And to be honest, up until recently, I have not done a lot of live networking. You know, I'm kind of a digital native and I like to do as much online stuff as possible, or at least on the phone. And I very rarely go out of my way to attend live networking events. But to be honest, I think I'm missing out and I had a great experience and I have a few ideas on how you can make the most of these live events that I want to share with you in this episode. Before we get into it, if you haven't yet joined us inside our free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms, you don't want to check that out right now. Inside the course, you will get a proven step-by-step process to generate a flood of new business for your firm, and it's 100% free of charge. You can get immediate access to the course at 5leadgen.com. That's 5leadgen.com, and you can spell out five or use the number. Either one works. So I have my friend, Mike Moriarty, who was recently a guest on the show to thank for (laughs) pulling me out of my shell to attend the Legal Marketing Association luncheon. This is an event that Mike has been attending for a while, and he was gracious enough to invite me as his guest to attend the event. And through that experience, you know, I picked up a few of the best practices in how to get the most out of these events and really make them worth your while. Because I know that a lot of us, you know, our eyes eyes kind of glaze over when we talk about networking, right? Like there's nothing that's more painful than just going to event after event after event and just handing out a stack of business cards and making all this meaningless small talk. And in the end, none of it actually translates into any kind of tangible business results. That's not what I want you to do. I want you to do something much more deliberate, much more strategic. And I'm going to give you six tips right now that you can use to make the most out of these live networking events and translate them into actual business results. So the first thing is choose your events wisely. Don't cast a wide net. Don't don't spray and pray. Choose your events wisely. Be very deliberate about the types of events that you attend. First of all, you want to make sure that your target clients are going to be at that event. You want to make sure the people there are the people that you want to do business with or their potential partners. Whatever it may be, there has to be a really clear tie into who's at the audience and who you want to work with in your business. So I'd rather you attend maybe one event per month that's very strategic, that's very dialed in, and that you can invest a lot of time and energy into attending and getting the most out of than doing three or four events a month and spreading yourself thin. I'd also encourage you to become a regular at a few events. So if there's a handful of events that happen on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis, and it's the same kind of folks that are coming in month after month or quarter after quarter, and those are the types of folks that you want to be networking with, you want to be doing business with, then become a regular at those events. Because sometimes it's hard to get results out of just one attend or two attends. You want to be showing up time and time again. You want to become a regular face at those events so that you become somebody that people have a certain level of familiarity and likability with. 
My second tip is to find out who is attending the event in advance. So sometimes for these events, you have like a public group of some sort. Maybe there's a LinkedIn group that's filled with the event's attendees. That's a good place to look to see, you know, who's attending. Scan their profiles, see who you're already connected with, see who you might be a second connection with, see who you might want to be networking with while you're there. If a few people stand out to you as being relevant prospects or people that are of interest to your business, then make note of them. And when you're there, look for them. Sometimes there's public directories of who's attending. So if it's like a meetup event or something like that, then you'll be able to see who's attending on that platform. And sometimes the organizers will publish a list of attendees. So that's something that you can tap into as well. At the very least, if there's no public list of attendees, ask some people who you know in the industry, some industry colleagues, if they're attending and they know who's attending. So at least you have kind of a lay of the land. The goal here is that when you come to the event, you want to at least have a sense of what kind of people are going to be there so you can plan your attack accordingly. Now, also, if there's going to be a panel or a keynote or a speech of some sort, you want to pay attention to who's going to be on stage, who's going to be there on the panel giving the keynote, because those are usually pretty good folks that you want to be networking and building relationships with. My third tip is to set a goal before the event. You know, decide for yourself, what do you actually want to get out of this event? And if that's a hard question to answer, if you can't really figure out what you're going to get out of attending that event, then that's a pretty good indicator that you're attending the wrong event. You need to really translate this into a concrete goal that you can achieve that ties into your business. So consider things like who you want to connect with. What are the types of people that you want to connect with at the event? How many people do you want to speak to? How many conversations do you want to have? How many prospects do you want to meet and greet with at this event? Whatever it is, figure out what outcome you want to achieve from this event and then be very deliberate about achieving that outcome while you're there. Tip number four is work the room. You know, when you're there, don't be shy, right? Don't be, you got to come out of your shell. If you're an introvert like I am, you know, believe it or not, I am the quintessential introvert. When I go to an event like this, when I see a bunch of people standing around smiling and chatting, my temptation, my comfort zone is to go into hide in a corner and just, you know, sip on some Coke and, and, and watch, watch the festivities from there. But that's a waste of time. If I'm going to do all the hard work of going to this event and commuting and planning, if I'm going to invest my time and my energy in this event, I might as well make the most of it. And the best way to make the most of it at these events is to go and work the room, shake as many hands as possible, have as many conversations as possible, be the guy that's there, that's approachable, that's smiling, that's easy to talk to. That's the best way to make the most out of these events. And if you feel very nervous about having these conversations, if you're the type that's, you know, very apprehensive about starting new conversations, here's what will put you at ease. You don't need to talk about yourself. In fact, the less that you talk, the better. Instead, ask a lot of questions. Be very curious about other people. When you meet somebody, ask them about their business. Ask them what they do. Ask them smart and curious questions about their work. And that's actually the best way to get people to open up to you because everyone loves talking about themselves, right? So if you take a genuine interest in people, they're going to immediately begin to like you and to find that conversation valuable. And that's what you want. The last thing that I'll mention about that is you need to have some kind of an elevator pitch ready. To be honest, I loathe the term elevator pitch because nobody pitches in an elevator and, and 30 seconds is actually too long of a pitch. So you don't need like a long and drawn out pitch ready. But when somebody asks you and they will ask you, it's inevitable. So, so what do you do? You need to have a nice, tight delivery of what it is you do. You need a really nice, concise answer that communicates what you do, communicates your value proposition, and also begs follow-up questions. You don't need to say everything in your answer because that would likely take far too long and their eyes will glaze over and you will have lost them. But you want to say enough to kind of pique their interest and make them ask questions like, 
oh, that's interesting. Who do you work with? Or, oh, really? So how do you do that? Or, oh, I've never heard that before. What's your approach? That's what you want. You want the follow-up question, which will then engage them in a conversation. Tip number five is to network with the thought leaders. Again, the people that are on stage, the panelists, the keynote speakers, even the event or the conference organizers, go and build relationships with them because these people have networks, right? These people have relationships. They're on that platform for a reason. So if you can engage with them, if you can build a strong relationship with them, guess what? You'll eventually be able to tap into their entire network. So if someone's speaking, if there's a keynote or a panel, you know, listen really closely, right? Take good notes and come up with interesting questions that you can ask them afterwards. And then afterwards, go up to them, shake their hand, thank them for the speech or for the panel presentation or whatever it may be. Tell them that you really appreciated it. Tell them what you got out of it and then ask them a smart question. Now, if you've ever been the person that's on stage giving that speech or that keynote presentation or that panel discussion, then you'll know that one of the most rewarding things is after you're done, when people come up to you who are genuinely appreciative and genuinely interested in what you had to say, when they ask you good questions, that is incredibly rewarding. It really makes you feel good. So you want to make them feel good and and be genuine about it. And that's a great way to spark a new relationship. But also have a call to action that when you go and you engage with the thought leaders and the influencers and the keynote speakers and their presenters, have a call to action. What do you want to do in the end? You're going to have that conversation. You're going to build some rapport. And then what are you going to do with it? Grab their business card. Sure. Ask them if if you can give them a call sometime to talk more about what they discussed or to pick their brain. Ask them out for coffee. Whatever feels appropriate. There's no hard and fast rule here. You have to gauge the situation. One that I use quite frequently and I use it at this event is I ask them if they'd be interested in coming on my podcast as a guest. Not to everybody, obviously, but people that I actually think would be relevant and useful guests on the show who have a point of view that I want to share with my audience. I'll ask them to come on the show. And in fact, a couple of people from that Legal Marketing Association event that I attended are probably going to be on the show very soon. Now, my sixth and final tip is connect with people after the event. So take all those business cards, take all the people that you met, all the new relationships, all the new conversations, and follow up with them after the event. Don't just go cold. Don't just, you know, forget about whatever happened and hope that they'll remember you next time. Actually follow up. So A good practice is take all those business cards and send LinkedIn connection requests to all those folks and mention in the note, in your connection request note, hey, I met you at so-and-so event. It was great talking to you. Thought we should connect here. Now you have a formal relationship on LinkedIn where you can communicate. They'll see your updates. They'll see your content if you're producing content. You can send them direct messages. It's a great way to connect with people after the event, but also follow up with them via email. So if you had a really in-depth conversation with somebody and maybe there was a follow-up, maybe you wanted to chat with them about something in particular, maybe they wanted to chat with you, send those email follow-ups and clarify what the next step is to take the relationship forward. So that's a wrap. Those are my six tips on how to make the most of live networking events. If you do these six things and you're very particular about the events that you attend and strategic and what you're going to achieve at those events, I think you'll have quite a bit of success. Now, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, do me a favor, head over to forecast.fm and there you'll find two options. If you prefer to subscribe via email, you can click on the email link and then fill in your information and then we'll send you one email every single week with the podcast lesson, the podcast interview, plus some curated resources that we think you should pay attention to. Or if you prefer to listen via iTunes, click on the iTunes link, that'll send you to the iTunes page where you can subscribe. And while you're there, do me a favor, leave a rating and a review because it helps more people discover the show and it tells me what you actually think about the show, which is very valuable. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.